Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. And we're recording. Yes, we're back. Listen, I'm sorry. Take two. Take two. We did this a week ago, but our system hates us, and sometimes it punishes us via passive-aggressive ways, and it won't upload our podcast sometimes. So we will follow suit with Tim Gunn and make it work. So we're back. Basically. And Callie's here. She's just eating food. Eating food. We'll pop in in a moment. Eating sustenance like a human being. I guess. I guess. So fortunately, we're able to talk enough between the two of us. Yeah, yeah, I got this. We're good. (laughs) Um, So what you missed on the podcast that didn't upload was Maddie's confession that she never saw speed. And it was a horror filled gasp on my part. It was just absolute shock. And I, I actually thought she was messing with me. And she was not. And then I forget that. Maddie was like a zygote when I was in high school or something. So it actually made more sense once I thought about it. It's like, how did you miss speed? Keanu, 94. Oh, yeah. You weren't born Born yet. in 93. <laughs> yeah. So. You shut up. No talking from you. <laughs> it was zygote. All right. My, so. I'm actually had a funny story of last week of that. Um, she was pregnant with me when seeing Jurassic Park and sat towards the front next to like the speakers. And apparently I was freaking out the entire movie and just like kicking her like crazy. <laughs> That's a really great story. That happened with me and my daughter. It was like the one happy pregnancy day I had. We went to go see Hairspray. Oh, and nice. Lauren loved the music and she was kicking up a storm. That's awesome. That's it. That's like my one. I have like two happy pregnancy stories. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> I know. Sweet. Okay. So, Maddie saw I fixed speed. that error. And yes. it, it's a classic. That also it makes sense too of that it was rated R. So that means I even wouldn't have caught up on it later in my teen years or anything. Your parents were kind of. What's hilarious to me is like they were strict about random stuff. And my parents who were strict about a lot of other stuff like didn't give a crap what we watched. I don't Very know. true. I've asked them about that. They're like, eh, whatever. So, like, that, you turned out that, right. That's that's some prime Keanu. Like, I felt like you were missing the most important Keanu role of all the Keanos. Because like Matrix is fine. Yeah, he's like, nowhere near as hot in Matrix as like. Can you understand going from Jack to Neo, like? The disappointment. It's a downgrade. It's a serious downgrade. I was like, you know, I get this is but like cool, like sleek point, Keanu, but like, eh, you know. Point no. Break and Speed is a one-two punch of some good Hot Keanu. Knows. Yeah, it's kind of like you got to do your like, you know, late 80s, very early 90s Keanu with your Point Break. He's still super hot. He also has a nice like Bill and Ted accent still <laughs> like he didn't quite get rid of it and he's break. wet a lot in point it's break and so wetness. that's good and, and in a wetsuit it's great and then you just roll yourself right into speed and it's 
It's like it's top Keanu hotness. Well, it's the combination of Keanu and Sandy B. That's just but like fantastic. he undresses as that goes along here. Exactly. He gets like, into less clothes. Like he starts. They had him in layers, and then they just have him strip the layers as all hell breaks loose. The white loose. t-shirt was a good call. So and then you boil. Too. Yeah, you get down to the white t-shirt, and it's it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, the poster is very misleading, right? Because he's in the white t-shirt. So you're like, do we start in the white t-shirt? Do we end up in the no. white t-shirt? It's, oh. it's a lead up. It's, it's a process. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you have Sandra Bullock in her. Who she's just delightful of, like, literally started the career. I know. Amazing. Did that... you watch the Ellen episode? Did you see the Ellen know, stuff? Because oh. she almost got casted in that part, which would have been a vastly different movie. No, she was kidding about that. But, no, she was how Sandra was saying she had a crush on Keanu, and he didn't know it. And then Keanu, Ellen was inter- interviewing Keanu, and he's like, oh, well, I had a crush on her. And everyone in the audience was like, mm-hmm. what the hell? And Ellen was like, so you should get together with her, like, right the hell now? And Keanu was like, yeah, she's yeah, married. Yeah, she's married. And I'm like, you know what? That's not a thing. <laughs> we don't need that no, to be a thing. It's very interesting. Of It was originally going to be Halle Berry, and then scheduling stuff happened and then like ellen was on the list was she really gonna be casted in that yes she really was it wasn't her joking i thought she was joking no that's like an actual thing how do you know about speed more about speed than i do maddie you're like, like a I, wealth of trivia exactly it's mm-hmm. trivia and just knowing yes, about yeah. pop culture touchstones and then also it was mentioned in screen junkies did an honest trailer on speed recently interesting and so just watching that um but I cannot, that would have been, I can't imagine Ellen in that role. No. No. But what's fun about it is it's just so, like, it's a perfect time capsule of L.A. during the 90s. Yes, (laughs) It's just, it's a movie where the entire premise doesn't work with a cell phone, you know? (laughs) Like, Like, at all. It's very easily. Because it just could have been, like... Just someone call and be like, hey, there's a bomb on the bus. Don't go over 50 Well, but see, he didn't get there in time. That was the plan. Exactly. But if he had a phone, he could. <laughs> like, well, if he called, like, Jack could have called the bus depot. The bus depot could have called the bus driver's cell phone. And then this driver probably wouldn't have started the bus or something. Or he wouldn't have gotten over 50. No. Also, I didn't realize how long it takes in the movie before we get to the bus. So then there's the whole elevator thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my mom and I, like my parents, I think that was a summer movie. It was either, it was a big blockbuster summer movie. So my parents were on a real kick with taking us to the big blockbuster summer movies. And so my mom leaned over, like as it was starting, and was like, So I heard the bad guys really bad so just so you know because <laughs> i was 13 <laughs> she gotcha. was like thought i would get scared <laughs> i'm like i'm okay i'll be all right we'll be able to handle it <laughs> like remember you guys showed me terminator 2 and that was like i was 10 that was traumatized that's what's so. so amazing about the 90s is just that the fact that they didn't care and like actively marketed the terminator franchise to children with like Toys and cartoon I visually tie-ins. like that's a core memory. I remember watching the Terminator with my mother and my whole family were sitting in the living room. And I remember he came back to life again, and it was like when they were in the factory. And my mom literally screamed, "He just won't die!" It was hilarious, but also really terrifying. Hilarious.
is in retrospect terrifying at that moment. It's like we were really scared. Everyone was flipping their shit in my house when we watched Terminator 2. I feel like it's funny like in the fact that there's like there's a cartoon tie-in to RoboCop and then it's like imagine (laughs) some poor child that's like I like the RoboCop cartoon let me see the movie no child (sighs) not a good call anyways so speed so you love it so I do so now I will probably just randomly throughout the summer just watch some 90s thing all the time like all the Well, time. I just rented Speed, so I didn't buy it. So, because oh, it's it. not streaming anywhere. I think I'm going to buy it because I ha- used to have it on, this is how old I am, VHS. And I would watch it over and over again in between, I was doing college courses while I was still in high school. So, like, I had a break. So, I could, like, after my college courses, I would come home, have lunch, watch Speed, <laughs> go to high school. Sounds like a good call. It was. It was a pretty great senior year, so <laughs> basically did nothing in high school. Cause We've all had that one movie of, like, where it's, I'm not doing anything, so for I'm the next two hours, speed. I'll be watching this. My dad was, like, my dad worked from home a lot, like, when he wasn't traveling, he was home, and he was like, why are you watching Speed all the time? Like, is that a question? Are we talking about this? He's like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, for me, that was the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <sighs> was it because you liked uh, Johnny Depp, or it was because you like Orlando Bloom? So, like, I feel like, there's only really one answer to this, but if it's gonna be a thing, that's also fine. <laughs> it it evolved over time, and so by like the newest movie that came out gave me a renewed appreciation for Will and Elizabeth. But at the time, I liked Jack and Elizabeth's dynamic more. Oh, Maddie, listen. Well, because I saw the second lost soul. You I saw the second one life. first. You and... liked Delena. You liked freaking. Jack and Elizabeth. Like the flirty scene was really no. good. No. It's still great. But Can I be honest? Johnny Depp is one of those actors I've never found attractive. Like ever. Like in it's literally anything. only in that one scene. Nope. Not even. Of him and of like, Kieran nope, Knightley. He's nope. Does nothing for but me. But now he's a garbage human. Not even so. twenty one drum street Johnny Depp. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Although it is crazy to think about that both Jim Carrey and Christopher Walken almost got cast as Jack Sparrow, which would have been, it would have flopped. (laughs) That's Christopher Walken. What? I know. Okay. Well. That's random trivia sidebars with Maddie. (laughs) Okay. So I think we're going to work our way around stuff because Callie's still eating her food. Um, And there's stuff we want her to comment on. Okay, we have to talk about the 100, which is super random because none of us go there. <laughs> we don't, but... None of us do. We're invested all of a sudden. But we're super invested because the two leads uh, who, like, are the big Bellark ship, which is um, Clark Which, and at this Bellamy. point, the most they've had is a hug. <laughs> right. Like, the 100 is one of those shows that I, like keep tabs on just because the fandoms are so energetic and it's a cross fandom thing. Like I have a bunch of people who are in, in the Elicity fandom who are also in like Bellark or Clexa or Flexa or whatever it's called. Um, it's Clexa, right? Yes. Clark and Lexa. Not that hard, Jen. Um, so, yeah, don't like, say it wrong. They, I, they, I know. They'll get mad at me. Story. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean disrespect. <laughs> I couldn't remember it for a minute. <laughs> 
little scared. The sirens are going off. The 100 fandom. The 100 fandom is intense. That's part of life. Super intense. It's a little bit like, I'm a little bit scared of the Flash fandom. (laughs) It's landmines there. Um, So, Bob Marley and Eliza. Morley, not Marley. I thought it was Marley. Oh, no, because I say it's Marley because I'm like, oh, it's like Bob Marley. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. It's Morley. <laughs> not See, me. I don't go there, okay? I am not your number one source of 100 information. A cl- Reggae icon of- and I know, several like, years deceased. His name is Bob <laughs> Okay. Okay, everybody's laughed at me about my Bob Morley. <laughs> and up. Callie is back. Callie's back. Yay! Okay, so we're doing so this for realties. Really, yeah, so now we're doing it for realties. Okay. So Bob and Eliza got married. Like, just like and nobody knew they were even dating. Exactly. And they just <laughs> announced it all chill like on Twitter. Be just like, oh, hey, we're also marrying my best friend today. By the way, we got married a month ago. Be Please nice. Please be nice in your comments. <laughs> What's so sad is they were like anticipating hate for some reason. Which, looking over at a certain fandom that shall not be named. Oh, were they getting some? Oh my god! Yep. Did you not see the one? I um, it's been going around everywhere. Like somebody was yelling at them for daring to get married, which they got married in May, but to get married during announce Pride their month. marriage during Pride Month <laughs> because that's offensive to to homosexuals or the Klexa fans. <laughs> but they're not they're, they're not Bellamy gay. and Clark. I mean, they're not Bellamy. And- <laughs> Clark, <laughs> Bob and Alexa, Eliza, Eliza. See, I can't, yeah. I can't with this show. With the like, it's something I'm where I don't know these people. <laughs> For example, Jen hates Delena. That's a fact that will never change. But right. with the fiery passion of a thousand suns. But if it randomly happened that during it, while the show is still running, that Nina and Ian got married, like you wouldn't freak out. Because it's no. Nina and Ian, not Stefan right. and Elena, or Damon and, and Elena. Damon and Elena. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because they're like, different people. They're not. So it's okay. Actors aren't the characters they play. <laughs> I know this comes as a shock to some Dropping people. Dropping truth bombs today. <laughs> wow. That makes me sad. What's me even sadder is they I know as you get lulled into a false sense of security because Robert oh, Downey they know Jr. is kind of Tony Stark, but. Yeah. They, For, they know their fandom well, and they know how toxic. I know, because like, they were just like, be kind. Vein, Please be kind. Like, in that same vein. Why do you think they waited of, a month to announce it? I don't know. Like, that's why. It's because scared. they knew that they were going to be nuts about Oh, and there was like a picture of her dress, and it looked just like Felicity's wedding dress from the reception. The reception. Oh, it was like really pretty. And it looked like it was just the two of them. I think it was. Like, Bob was all chilling in a blue shirt. It was just like. I bet maybe like, like their parents or like their immediate family or something. It does, you know, is it weird that it makes me a little sad when people get married all by themselves? Nah. Okay. It doesn't make me sad because. Trust like, me. I, I worry, I don't like, know. number I one, it. that, oh, does nobody no. like, is nobody like nice to them and love them and like support their relationship? 
that's their way of supporting it is being like, you guys do it. But then there's other people are like, no, we just want this to be a private ceremony and it's yeah. just the two of us, which is, you mm-hmm. know, that's, you know, your wedding day is your wedding day. You get to do whatever you want to do. They, they eloped. And that's the, the, the true nature of elopement is. Oh, I didn't realize they eloped. I thought this was like a plan. Oh, no, no, no. Thing. There were oh. pictures like on Twitter earlier. Well, I know, but I like showed... thought that was like the planned thing. No. That's like the, the more casual, of the moment. just the two of us. No, that was like we've been planning it for six months, but it's still cash and like just the two of us. Uh-uh. Okay, it was elopement. That makes more sense to me. That's so nice though. And didn't he like build something? No, that was somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't even go here, but I know, I know all you the like details. Know all about Bob and Eliza. <laughs> well, Here's why just... I was so. Can we talk about it's Aaron? so out of the blue that like we're all now super invested in it because it's just kind of great. Well, I think we're all super invested in it because we love Aaron. Yes. <laughs> like that was literally my first thought when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, Aaron. So Aaron so is happy. part of the uh, Elicity fandom and she is the creative genius behind Fangirl Problems, Inc. It's on Etsy and she makes the most amazing jewelry. And she's always at Arrow uh, conventions and she's just basically a doll. She's a doll. And her other huge ship is Bellark. And basically we have watched Rothenberg stick it to Aaron for like the last all the Bellark fans for years. Five years of just jerking their chains. See, this is what I appreciate about Arrow is that they they say they're gonna do something and they do it. They freaking do it. And they don't jerk us around. They don't jerk us around. Mm-hmm. And I'm- if it's it's just it's my number one pet peeve when writers tease shit and do not follow through on it. Well, here's my well, I here's like my hot I take have... on it. Um, I feel like that's a hallmark of an adult, more adult bent show than more of a teen bent show. Teen bent shows they like to jerk them around because they think that keeps the younger audiences more engaged, whether yeah. it does or not. I don't know, but I have a feel. It's just no, with teens Arrow, don't like, like it either. We're not gonna. <laughs> I well, guess no, it's the they don't. A teen show, like I <laughs> feel like we're in like a dystopian. It was a young nightmare. adult novel. Oh, okay. Because that's yeah, how. Girl, like, how you get like y'all don't go there, but you know so much. I know everything about everything, Jen. Yeah, you should know true. this. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, you sit on your computer and figure it out within twenty four hours. Yeah, I, it doesn't take twenty four hours. All it is is a quick Google. Where'd this come from? It's a book. Okay. It's not that hard. No, I used to be at a phase where I would literally know about every single show on TV, but now there's too much TV, so I've given up. I only but... know what, like, skirts my periphery. It's and, like, very skirting. And I'm as skirted. Jen has said, the 100 definitely skirts Arrow's So periphery. that way it's right. either shows that my Twitter timeline or, mm-hmm. like, yeah. TV line or EW reporters that I like were invested in. So, like, right. at least the Klexa fandom has and followed through. And R.I.P. they hooked up, know, right? The yeah, they hooked up, but did, you heard oh, that Yeah, I heard what they did, and it was like... <sighs> they literally It was like one of the worst like fridging your gaze I've ever heard in my <sighs> life. It was a horror show. It was... I was it, like, it was badly listen. handled of, like, a situation that... Obviously, the actor's leaving the show, but... They could have done it better. It was bad. I remember the thing I remember most about it, it was very because cringy. obviously my my focus has always been on Arrow first and foremost. What I remember most is that it happened around the same time they killed Laurel, mm. and it completely overshadowed Laurel's death. Like in the really, media. yeah. 
didn't like all the sites were like, but yeah. that would make and sense. And by the way, she died too. But the big story is Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember because <laughs> I went to SDCC with Jen from Just About Right and Chels from Just About Right, and they were big 100 fans, and they were like livid. And I remember I just casually like, what's the thing about the whole Alexa, Alexa, whatever happened with that? And I was they like and unleashed, and they they Chelsea are very taught us. calm individuals. And Chelsea was like, this is what happened, and here's how it's evil. And I'm like, that's like the worst thing I've ever heard. It's pretty bad. It's like basically dropping her down an elevator shaft. It was it was pretty horrible. Like, it's, it's pretty like, close. Pretty close. Just from what I heard. It's Meet Joe it. Black levels of cringy. <laughs> you don't like Meet Joe Black? No, Me Too levels of cringy. <laughs> oh, no, I said Meet Joe Black as in like oh, when Meet he Joe gets Black. Okay. When he gets hit by the car like a oh, billion right, times. Oh right, right, right. Got oh, it. God. That was bad. Okay. God, I was like, that I like was Meet bad. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. No, you're right. That was a deep cut. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Got it. I was, that was a swerve, Maddie, but I kept up. I kept up eventually. References. <laughs> References. All right. Um. Yeah. So, anyway, segue. Um, Eliza and Bob are together in real life. And, like, I know that they're not Bellamy and Clark, but also when, like, the actors get together in real life, it's, like, this – and it's, like, this weird – it is a little bit of a validation of like, yes, the chemistry is a right. Thing. It's a little yeah, bit like, yeah, it's there, you know. Things. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. So I kind of feel like Rothenberg can kind of sc- continue screwing over the Belloc fandom, which I feel not seen any more than ten episodes of the One Hundred. I feel very confident that that is what is going to continue to happen. Uh, because he basically like he wrote this. Is, it was really bad last year. Because I remember Aaron was <laughs> very upset last year at the end of the finale. I love you, Aaron. Um, because it was like they wrote this really nice finale, and it had kind of like a lot of romantic vibes, undertones, undertones. Yeah, There's yeah. all kinds of romantic undertones with those two, but like it was the most romantic undertony. I it guess was some it had notebook been. level ish. Like, it yeah, setting up something that was going to happen. Like the next it's going to follow through. And then he gave this interview, which basically sh- he took a shit all over it it was really and I use that terminology because graphically that is basically I read the interview and I was like well this is a pile of stinking turd because it was the most pop a bubble you have <laughs> it's like there will not he was like he basically was like there's not going to be any happy endings They'll, it was basically you say they're never going to get together he's he wouldn't admit to dicking the fandom around but it was saying it without saying and here's my take on it like you said it kind of it kind of soothes things for the bell arc fans it's one of those things that i've i've seen fandoms ask this question before if you could have them a couple in real life versus a couple on the screen i've always said i'd rather have a couple on screen but i feel like with bob and eliza it's it's okay. Real it's life a is nice consolation prize. Yeah, it's exactly. it's nice. Now that wouldn't have made me happy with Elicity. I'm no. glad I got. I'm glad I got the the. Oh show my gosh! If they spent seven so years more. dicking us around and like yeah. Steve and Emily got I was married, not, I would not have been, been happy. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, but I would not have. That not would not great. have made. But me like, happy. I think like they're so starved in the exactly 100 since yeah. it's like <laughs> they're living no, off also, of like. Loaded it's like a hugs. drop of rain in the right. desert. <laughs> you know, they're, well, just, they're just taking it gratefully. 
but yeah, no, it's and 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 they seem like nice people, and it's all good. So yeah, I'm I know they're cute. Well, it was cute because it's like they've they're like, oh, we're best friends, we're best friends, like all their cons, and and then now they're boom. like we're soulmates. It's like ah, I heard it. They seem like swell people. And they look yeah. good together. Yeah. Make babies. Go forth yeah. and prosper. <laughs> all right, let's What's round next? it back. On our agenda. I don't know. Maddie's in charge. Yep. Maddie, what's All right, next on so our agenda? Laura Ver, post-finale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just so Boy. much goodness. I just... Ted's like, yeah, wow. Speaking yeah. of taking a shit. <laughs> Arrow! Those writers... That's what it looks like when the writers just despise your ship. <laughs> just... Here's the other thing. Like, I hate Laurel and Oliver... Almost as much, if not more, uh, as much as I hate Delena. Um, it's pretty close. It would be tough to decide. But I really strongly well, feel you the can Arrow writers admit. hate Laurel and Oliver even oh, yeah. more than I do. Which is amazing. Which is, like, I feel like you two are reasonable, like, hate Laurel and Oliver. And, like, I take it to another level. <laughs> and then there's the Arrow writers <laughs> above me. I just, I, here's my thing. I can't hate them that much because they've never been a threat. Sparked enough emotion. Just the, you know, I just don't never, care. They've never really factored into my shipping bubble, I guess. Or They're how a yapping chihuahua that you can <laughs> kind of like push away. It's, here's it's my thing because I was watching from day one. And I guess that probably would. It was far things. more frustrating. Because I think you dived in season two, right? And you already knew Elicity was kind of, they were going that route. No, not really. Well, you well, started the, watching no, 207 and you I were know, like, but you have to understand, I got what, the information I got was from Silver. And God bless my friend Silver, but she <laughs> did true. not believe. She was not confident. <laughs> she did not believe at all that they were going to go there. So I had to see for myself. Now, once I saw 206, I was like, oh, yeah, they're going there. And she's like, really? And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then you went back and you binged one. No, no. I watched one until 207 was the first ep I watched live. But I had watched all of one in the beginning of two before I saw those episodes. Like I watched it linearly. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know anything. But did you I binge it? My, yeah. Okay. I, but I wouldn't. I feel I like if my... you binged it, it's not as annoying. I guess. Well, but the I week w- to week. If you, yeah, if you ask week. Silver, if you ask Silver, because I watched it with her, I was constantly bagging on Laurel. I hated her from. The I know. Beginning. I think you. Here's the thing. You hate Laurel more than I. I like actually didn't hate Laurel, but like you hate Laurel, and then you have like you're just like meh about Laurel and Oliver. Where I'm all like, well, I, Laurel I, just, and I Oliver. never could take it seriously. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah, I like Laurel sometimes. <laughs> I didn't get any sort of affectionate vibes from Oliver. My biggest frustration was it was like that season one as I was watching, I was like, I want to love the show, and like Nick and I loved it. We were like, this is typically it was kind of taking over Vampire Diaries slowly but surely as the number one show we would pick off the DVR, but. I was just so freaking frustrated with the romantic side of shit. I was like, this is nonsense. I was like, this is all just irritating nonsense. And it's going to keep me from loving the show. I want the blonde girl. <laughs> I was like, where is Felicity? Like the well, whole time. Well, it got to the point one. for me that I would just fast forward over her. 
No. And it was just like, I don't understand. It just felt very predictable. It's like, okay, they're going to put her back with Oliver by the end of the season. And, oh, and I was like, no, she should be with Tommy. This is dumb. I didn't like Oliver when he was with Laurel. Oh, no. He, he was, was terrible. He was the worst. I was like, I just, bleh. But he wasn't, no. like I said, he wasn't even remotely affectionate with her. Like, there was no Well, a lot of it, I think, was him. part of his Oh, PTSD. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was. But it was like, like, but there was nothing for you to hang a shipping hat on. Oh, the chemistry was, you know? uh, like, it, was just, just... it was just a disaster zone. Because I was like, like I said, I felt like I'm very typically plan A, I'm going to get on board. And so in season one, I was with Silver. I was like, I have absolutely mm-hmm. no hope that they're going to put him together with this Felicity chick, even though that's who yeah. he should be with. And I was like, they're going to push this fucking Laurel and Oliver thing because that's the plan. I'm like, I hate it when I end up falling in love with couples who aren't the plan because they rarely become the plan. So I was like stewing in my own misery. <laughs> of like, just, why did I do this to myself? Why did I do this to myself? And I'm like, Ugh. and I'm going to be like, I was like, they're going to dick us around for eight years and he's going to end up with her and there's no chemistry. And and then season two happened. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. as I went back, I was like, oh no, they were shifting things in one. They won't admit yeah. to it, which drives oh, me nuts. Oh, they never will admit to it. It drives me nuts. They won't they admit to it. Yes, they can. They can. Well, not they for won't. a very long time. <laughs> They can. They I. They just won't Steve stick will it to before Katie. they will. Steve no, will I don't know why will. the EPs won't just stick it to Katie. Just be honest. It's like they have some like I don't know. Maybe it's in her contract. Well, because they're still working with her. As long as like they, <laughs> it'll have to be at least five years after the show is yeah. over. Yeah, it'll be like least. an e-trail Hollywood story. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, Steve will spill the beans before they ever will. Yeah, we'll get like a year past Arrow, and Steve will They'll, do some it'll podcast, be at some random and he's con. just gonna like. He's just going to go off. He's just going to go off. He'll be in his cups. and Podcast Steve is dangerous. He's dangerous. He's a landmine. You just don't know. When you hit play, you don't know what you're getting. And it's like, wow, this is a lot of personal information, Steven, that I did not need to know. And also get some therapy. Yeah. Dude, you got some issues. And I appreciate Kelly laughing at me using like Game of Thrones speak for just saying plastered but (laughs) i know but i love that phrase and it's just like it 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 describes it so perfectly and it's just like and he gets in his cups all the time i don't know what the deal is you put a pair of headphones on that dude in a studio and it's like you put a drink in front of him and a pair of headphones drinking when he's on these things (laughs) want to have a beer steve sure let me tell you about all my pain it's like whoa Why don't you pay it there? It's for like a therapy Steve. session. I'm like, listen, man, I just want some spoilers. I don't need to like know all your trauma. <laughs> but it's like, oh, then he starts spilling the tea on contracts, and I'm like, turn it oh, up. Okay, <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> Podcast Steve's fun. Um, okay, so I think part of the reason why they just won't stick it to Katie publicly is one of the reasons why they continually stick it to her (laughs) in the show. It's like their creative outlet in order to just, like, purge. It's like a voodoo doll. They have to be nice to her on paper. They have to be nice to her on on entertainment publications. But in the show, we can do whatever the hell we want. So, yeah, it was really just... (laughs) There's always a way that they manage in these epic Elicity scenes (laughs) to middle finger... (laughs) Laurel Lance while they're at it because it's like they want to pretend she never happened 
Like it was yeah. Felicity from the beginning. And I yeah. love them for that. It's Every adorable. time. So this is what brings us around to why we're talking about this. Right. In the finale, when Oliver said, you know, when I came home, I didn't know if I was capable or deserving of love. And then he said, you know, I wish I'd told you I loved you sooner. Now, the first part of that completely decimates any sort of La River romance in season or one. any relationship mm-hmm. pre-Felicity. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, take your pick, McKenna, yeah. Helena. <laughs> but we never, but, we never thought that he but loved But they weren't, like, McKenna in the running. Or, like, or Laurel, Helena. though, no. was supposed to be the big epic love of season yeah. one. And it just... And, you know, they've kind of obliterated it before, but not oh, yeah. so... They keep obliterating I mean, they just can't <laughs> stop themselves from obliterating it. But I, it was his speech in the finale was very similar to the premiere in season three, where he was like, he told Felicity that she was the first person he could really see as a person. and Which set the LaRiver fans off, because they got really mad at that line. Oh, they were really mad at that line. Well, because they were like, <sighs> what about Theo? What about Tommy? What about... Laurel. And what they really wanted to say was, "What about Laurel?" But they had to yeah, throw they in threw the everybody else in, but they really didn't give yeah. a shit about. <laughs> they don't give a shit about Tommy. They don't care about Thea. They don't care about Moira. They care about Laurel. Um, and honestly, he said I, what he said. <laughs> right. I was like, "What do you want from me, guys?" He told her, "You know, he didn't, have, he didn't even truth. have scotch go in back, him yet." And he go yeah. back and watch the episodes, and you'll see that's correct. Well, he was not playing an Oliver that was suddenly open up to his warm family you know it's like no, no that's not what i was mean thea literally says to him you have got to open up to somebody i, I love that scene with thea i just wish it cut to a felicity scene. instead <laughs> yeah. of the ice it's cream the ice, ice cream, cream scene. i'm like yeah, I hate this. <laughs> um see the rage uh so it just really struck me because what he was telling her there is that she her humanity sparked his humanity which is the essential piece of Felicity Smoke is why she's so freaking important to this story. Um, but he just takes it another level where he basically tells her, I mean, flat out, I didn't think I was capable of loving someone. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you doing all of season one with Laurel? He's essentially saying, which is what I have always said, he doesn't love her. He doesn't he, love I her think in he was the trying to, love. I think he was trying to fake it till he made it. Yeah, that's because that's the other thing I said in the review. It was like her. it was like uh, he was trying to imitate what a healthy relationship looks like. Like, and you can really see that very clearly with McKenna. I think, yeah, the best. He, um, he knew what he needed to do, but yeah, he wasn't like, feeling she's it. Yeah, like she's like you know, this is this <laughs> if is I a eat great enough kale, and, eventually, right? I, right, she's right, gonna right. eat my veggies, and McKenna will be good for me. And you're like, mm, but you don't love her. Um, and I think with not all a part of, of a balanced women, there are wildly problematic in a lot of ways because a lot of it is a distraction from Oliver from his own mess. It's like Helena was somebody he tried to save and fix. Um, that didn't work. That didn't work so good. Uh, Sarah was literally the walking embodiment of all his past sins. So she was a nice big project. Uh, it was a lot of deflection from himself. And I, I've always really felt that when it comes to Laurel, getting back together with Laurel was never about Laurel, which is why it like drove me nuts when he was ever like, oh, I still love you. I'm like, no, you don't. You never really did. Don't. That's why you got on the God blessed boat. You don't love her. And you felt like something's wrong with you because you don't love her. And that's perfectly okay to not love Laurel, Oliver. 
It, it was wasn't kind of a like everyone's flaw, telling, you know. <laughs> you know, maybe I react to this so strongly because I I had this experience in high school where my high school boyfriend, where everyone was telling me this is, you know, you should be with him. He's a great guy, and he was. He was a great guy. I wasn't in love with him though, and I was like, what's wrong with me that I don't love him? And there was nothing wrong with me. <laughs> I didn't love him. We weren't supposed to be together. Um, it was perfectly fine. But like I had friends who like thought I was a freak because I was not in love with my high school boyfriend and wanted to marry him. Like, no, I kind of feel like maybe there's other things out there. <laughs> you know, test the waters. Um, I always felt like when it comes to Laurel, Oliver felt like if he could, if, if Laurel could forgive him and forgiveness to him meant they go back to relationship status. They're together. Uh, then it's like. Then he's absolved. He's absolved and he's redeemed. And a lot of yeah. season one, Oliver is shortcut to redemption, Oliver. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of, well. I'm he gonna... wanted to skip the line. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, it's like when you watch 520 and Felicity's like, listen, I don't, the, Felicity didn't have a problem with William. It wasn't never about William. It was about the line. And she's like, Hey Oliver, how about you dig a little deep? Tell me why you like to blow and up the your executive wife. decisions. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, let me know what that what that reason is. And he <laughs> he's like, no, like she gives him the roadmap to getting back together, and he's like, I ain't gonna do that because all his scary darkness is there, and he's just like, absolutely not. Like that to me just sold Oliver's avoidance at not wanting to deal with this massive mound of trauma and pain that he has underneath everything. And like you really see it in season one, but they didn't touch on it for a while, I kind of feel like, and they kind of circled back to it in five. And I was like, oh, he is so avoiding this. He is he is willing to lose Felicity. That's how bad this is. I was like, wow. So I think like with the, you know, with the list or, oh, I'm going to stop, you know, the undertaking and everything will be fine. I won't have to be the arrow. It was like, no, no, you're only in season one. Settle down. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm back together with Laurel. And it just, none of it worked for me. None of it. Because it just felt like what it was, a lie. It just felt like that whole mansion scene, lie. One lie on top of the other. I, I was screaming at him as he's spewing this bullshit. I'm like, I don't even know what he's talking about. And God bless Calista Wolf for rewriting it. <laughs> the song of my heart. She literally rewrote that mansion scene. I personally feel just And it's me. glorious. It's like spectacular. <laughs> That's my canon. That's what happened. It should have been what happened. It should have been be what honest. happened. So I feel like Arrow now likes to go back. And retroactively <laughs> uh, correct those season one mistakes Yeah. in their reinforcement that, I mean, just the fact that Oliver says to Felicity in season seven, season seven, you are the love of my life, takes a giant middle finger to Laurel's death scene. Well, like, not really, because it just reinforces. What I know, Laurel but said. it's like it's like, but like he's. I, it's not anything we didn't know, but it's like they just can't stop themselves from. But like, it, it it totally reinforces what Laurel already said, though. That's true. She I said, forget that she said that. She knew that. That's true. I'll give. Laurel she knew, credit. and she also said, "I hope you get back with Felicity." I love that her dying wish was for Oliver to get back together with Felicity. You know, that's a true team player. 
She is. She, and that's why it's ridiculous. All these stupid fans that say, "Oh, they would never have gotten together if if Laurel hadn't died." Like Laurel already gave them their ble- her blessing. Like, no, listen, they were over. <laughs> oh, don't even. They were so over in one oh three. I can't describe the overness. It just took Oliver a little while. And then on top of that, they were over when Tommy died. They were yeah. over before the show began. They were over I know, the it was like, Oliver got on that to God, I, I, I personally have a theory that there had to be some recasting talk while they were shooting that pilot. I think they had I to have seen it. heard that there was. Was there? Okay. They were skimming they every byline subsection asterisk of yeah. that contract. But I hope she pays her lawyers well. Apparently, I mean, she does, they earned it. They earned their money. They couldn't. They, they couldn't they recast got a yacht him out of because that. he was he was perfect, and she Not was everything. ironclad. So they're like, okay, so Plan C <laughs> is find a new love interest, basically. Ding. And if you watch season one, it's it feels very much like an audition. It's just one episode. It's like, oh, why was Oliver sleeping with all those chicks? Because they're trying to find an actress that Stephen has chemistry with, and that they can. They already found her in Roll episode with. three, though. Before those, yeah, other I feel like they were still. There's so much of season one where they're like trying to sort out. Yeah, where I think they going. they were they were nervous because Emily was really an unknown. She I mean, when you think new. about it, they really didn't unleash Emily. I until feel season two. Until you know, headed into three, I feel like they 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 very much opened up Felicity's storyline obviously in season two but oh, I yeah, feel yeah. like as promoting Emily as leading lady really didn't start happening until season three and then no. really started happening I think they four. used mm-hmm. season two to see how yeah it was like a test balloon. how she how she she captured the fans right and I think we, we all showed them we that loved her from the second <laughs> she stepped on screen so it, that was fine no season two is where that fandom her fandom and the Elicity fandom just exploded yeah, I, I de- it definitely, I mean, you can see the progression. You can see the progression from 103. It's just, what I like about Arrow, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a fun kind of like, you can see the development of the show in the episodes. <laughs> like, as they're sorting out their crap in the writer's room, you're like, oh. That's why season one is so uneven, and it's my least favorite season. Um it's just because it's like you could go from one week to the next. You're like, okay, what show is this? It just really it took them a long time. Every it's a single rewatch. time the haters say that season one is their favorite season, I'm like, my no. god, do you guys watch any quality television or no? Season <laughs> just... one was wildly problematic on multiple levels. Thea was a mess. She was unlikable. You had a terrible love triangle. Laurel's character was a disaster zone. Um, the only Oliver thing that worked was is OTA. pretty tough to like for most of the season. Under, oh, I'm not saying very that he didn't have like. reasons. You know, guy was in trauma. I sure. had a hard time liking him for large parts of season two, even. Yeah, he was like. kind of dickish in season two. Honestly, that was the great joy of Felicity but Smoke. That's what she these... didn't take any of his bullshit. This but it, why... there was, you know, Diggle didn't take his bullshit either, but there's something about a woman snick it, sticking it to an alpha male that's just... Just this tiny... Just delicious. It's just the right sauce. And sh- he would back down. You know, But doesn't that say a lot that all these, these misogynist comic book fans like it when he's being a dick? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it's like, do you expect anything else? They no. hate they hate him being an evolved man who is happy to cook for his wife and has feelings. Exactly, and what do you pulls want his punches when the situation calls for it. They hate that. No, I know they don't. They don't like superhero Jesus, and I don't know what to tell them. Sorry, <laughs> that's the show, guys. The problem is they want all. <laughs> that's where he was headed. There's gonna be more of them in eight. <laughs> it was always going to be here, Felicity or not. <laughs> I, so. to I told you this was gonna happen. See, it's like it's like we tell them what's gonna happen, and then it happens, and then they're still mad about it. It's like, well, we told you it was gonna happen. It's not like you didn't know. <sighs> Anyways, I just thoroughly love that the writers hate on that ship. Yes. Because, I mean, honestly, that's just all we're saying. I never love Laurel. Ever. <laughs> Ever. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. just speaking True. from a personal vindication <laughs> standpoint, felt pretty damn Facts. good. Facts. Facts. Take the yeah. win. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like a, I, I never loved anyone like I loved you. It's, no, just like I wasn't capable of love. So right. Just like, it was like, she was just like, I couldn't love until I met you. It's like, well, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Woo. My heart of stone turned to flowers and, and sunshine, which is, I mean, that's pretty much what happened. Accurate. Yeah. I mean, I don't sorry guys the Oliver with Felicity is just it's such a stark like as you're watching it season one there's Oliver who with Felicity and then there's Oliver with everybody else yeah including Diggle there's a there's a meme I saw going around this last week that was um shoot what was that it was like it was oh it was Simba it was (laughs) Simba roaring at the end of Lion King yeah. And they're like, Oliver with everyone else. And then, like, Simba is a baby cub, like, <laughs> blinking all adorably. And Oliver with Felicity. Yes. It was just like, so true. that is exactly Accurate. correct. <laughs> yes. It's so true. I love it. it He's just I like, I don't know what it is about, like, lethal men turning into cupcakes <laughs> around the women they it's love. Just but it's just a beautiful thing. And I'd love to see it. <laughs> I love I'd it. I'd love to see it. So, it's but fantastic. the one thing I don't love to see is whenever Steven mm. shaves off all his facial hair. Oh, we got to talk about Naked Twitter Day. <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, uh, it was a rough day on Twitter <laughs> the other day. Mostly for me and Maddie, it was Callie's fault because when she's Listen, suffering, she shares the fault. suffering. Yes, this is true. I cannot I suffer alone. I was lost in a project hole decorate, re- decorating. I was, like, I was oh, happy Jen. in my and like, She was texting bubble. me this shit. I'm like, why are you showing me this? And she's like, so you have to suffer. I'm like, okay. I know, like I was safe in and my Maddie Jonas was Brothers like, bubble. Like, and... Well, then we found out that Maddie hadn't seen a lot of it, and I was like, well, well I had okay, to, well. so that's not going to stand. So <laughs> we texted. That's exactly how I felt, though, is I had to see it, so you have to see it. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, so I'm less than an let's hour start, from Let's first start with how it started. It started pretty bad, but it got way, way worse. So <laughs> it started. No, no, with it started dimension. worse for me. Because the first thing I saw was Grant. Oh, no. Okay. I so wasn't the first even thing out I of thought bed was yet. Steven. Okay. So Steve <laughs> shaved off, I don't know, something about, oh, he had a porn mustache. Yes. And Cassandra was, made a comment it about it. So he I shaved it, off everything, like listen, including the scruff. I'm I'm with Cassandra. I'm the, with her on the porn mustache. Because that mustache is not But then he went from porn good. mustache to prepubescent teenager. 
which Which, that's not good. I've never liked that look on him. Then he lied and said he hadn't shaved since 2009. And we're like, Like, bitch, we see you shaved. He was shaved in Ninja Turtles, the whole thing. (laughs) He was shaved in the flashbacks in season one. Shut the fuck up, Steve. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. All right. No, he doesn't. So then he posts the picture. (laughs) And it's just a turducken of bad choices. (laughs) 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 Oh, yes. Because it's, it's not just his face. No, there is a shirt buttoned up. To, can we talk about his knee right up to his chin? To the, the, the stupid Why does he do button, that? Like, hey, why does he think that? that looks good? Also, he always does it when he's in like two hundred degree heat. Also, that just typifies this trifecta of pictures. All of these are people <laughs> posting pictures of themselves that aren't appealing, but they somehow think they, they all are. think they look great. That's the problem. And I'm like, no, yes. like, no, you don't. You don't look great. <laughs> um, so his cheeks are sunken and he looks like he's lost 50 pounds of muscle, which not great. I'm not here for that either. Not great. Um, the, he apparently had a bad razor. So if there's like a five o'clock shadow like that has made a circle. It's like a coffee cup like stain. stain it's like, you know, when like a kid sucks on a jar or, yeah. or something. <laughs> It's exactly like that. And it's just bad, guys. It's no, bad. No, it's a dirt ring. He's got, like, dirt, like, in a circle. Right. It's just, yeah, it's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. It's not, it's not as bad. So hat. we were dealing with poor mustache Steve, and then we went to this. It's just, Steve on hiatus is just, ugh. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's just a mess. Okay. So that was that. It, it's like when they do, like, kind of a, like, brief, like, cutaway flashback just to show, like, yes. a character in, like, a bad place. So like he would look Lord like song. that Super while good. crying listening to All By Myself. Basically. You know. So that was that. Me. That's what I saw first. <laughs> I saw the Grant picture first. And then Callie was like. No, that's not true. I saw the Steven picture and I was looking at that. Right. And then I scrolled through the replies to that picture. But then she picture. scrolled through the replies. And then and you somebody had posted me. this picture. And I was like, oh, no, that's not great. <laughs> that is really bad. So also not I forgot. I forgot all about Steve's face, hat, and It's and really shirt. kind of it scarring. Was... Before you go search for it, oh. just love yourself. Don't. Maybe don't. <laughs> um, it's, it's on his Instagram. Kind of like searching so. Katie Cassidy pics. Um, oh, dear. Don't oh, do it. don't do that. <laughs> please, guys, Here, I think please like that promise me we something. can set on promise the scale of badness of trauma. Don't. Don't search don't, Katie Cassidy pics. Don't, don't do don't, it. Don't do it. You're going to get do yourself it, guys. into some trouble. Don't. So that's the start. Don't do it. Then after that, don't oh. search Grant Gustin. <laughs> no. On his or Insta. go on his Instagram. Because, because apparently, he's. I think he's on his honeymoon. No. he. He's just on vacation? It's just vacation, yeah. Okay. Well, he posted his bare ass. And that is Which, an ass nobody wants to see. I'm glad well, his wife likes to see it. I, that's great. They'll have a healthy Good marriage. For you, lady. Go forth and procreate. But here's I don't thing. need to see it. If it was remotely cute, then that would be one thing. It's not but cute. It's, it's not. just like. It's not. Bad. <laughs> Did you say, Maddie? Pale moon rising. Yeah. <laughs> it's an unflattering shot uh, of a lot of moon. It's really. Really bad no, guys. I don't know. And I, Everybody, Grant- I, I saw some people yesterday who were like, Stop body shaming Grant and Steve. Listen, and I'm like, listen. 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 You posted it and you thought it looked first good. Of all, and I'm obligated to say no. First honey, it doesn't. Of all, let us no. be clear about what I signed up to watch Arrow for. And let's be clear about what Arrow advertised themselves as. Abs. Man candy. Abs True. on True steroids 
So, and we were promised just because Steve doesn't walk around and half naked on the show anymore doesn't mean that that initial any type no the show was advertised with scruff and any time he deviates from scruff into beard into mustache mm-hmm. into clean shaven mm-hmm. I feel we are obligated as fans to say not what I signed you up bitch. for bitch I mean that's, that's just not, like basic fandom behavior guys it's like this is like a responsibility this as fans we, listen like, no. I know you guys this all love hiatus. these guys and they're 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 perfect men and can they're do not, no wrong though. for you that's wonderful <laughs> good for you but you don't live in my world. And Listen, in my world, my is- husband, <laughs> who I love more than life itself and is about as close to a perfect man as I could possibly ever imagine, would also get shit if he grew a porn mustache or a beard oh God, or no. any of his nonsense. Let's not do that. Listen, I fell in love with the dude and he had a goatee. It took me three years to get him to shave it off. Do you know wow. when he shaved it off? Do you want to know? Immediately after our wedding. No! He wouldn't (laughs) shave it off for the wedding! He shaved it off after the honeymoon! Little motherfucker! Oh no! I was like, you! That is just passive aggressive behavior! I was like, is that what you want to start? Okay, it's on. Oh, poor Jim. I'll start using sex as a weapon. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, Nick. Thank God he's never gone back to it, but it still pisses me off when I look at wedding photos. Personally, the picture of Grant, for me, was the worst. I mean, it's a toss-up. It deeply upset me. Because I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm just generally not into, like, seeing nudity, like. It's not flattering. I'm, I'm just, you know, unless it's, like. I don't mind if it's pretty, but that but like, pretty. Unless it's, like, I don't know, you're on stars and there's, like, 14 lights and they've, like. They've got makeup yeah. artists and positioning the camera. Unless you're I Jamie Frazier, present, present, Right. If it's Jamie Frazier, give it to me. Give me, give me, give me, give me. But like, I don't even think I really want to see Sam Hugan no. like, caught unawares. But you need a lighting crew. <laughs> in, and... the, in his natural habitat. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'm good. I don't need to see the stars naturally. We're going to have to talk about the third. Okay. So that's why I'm And reading. I know none of us really want to. Here's what I, where I'm at. <laughs> The third to me, it it's it's like bizarre, but it's it's somehow the least upsetting. <laughs> because no, I mean I'm way more upset. I think I'm way more upset about <laughs> Grant's bare ass because it was just like it's like I view so Grant offensive. as asexual. Grant is Barry is an asexual being to me, and I have difficulty. Well, his separating is the most Barry egregiously Gary, unnecessary. Barry, Barry, Gary, Barry. It is very egregiously unnecessary. Steve does weird things with his facial every hair. Every single hiatus, hiatus we get this freaking like, facial hair. We expect it. Steve. Being the so it's like it's upsetting, it's just but part of tradition to hate yeah. on Steve's like facial hair. Yeah, that's via what we hiatus. Do. The rough part of season Are seven is he carried that shit into season seven. Like Ugh. no, scraggly. No, that, was, that was so bad. Goatee, yucky, Ugh. Oliver. No. At least he was in prison. He was supposed to look like a disaster kind of zone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't care. It's that. like it's like the show agrees with us. We understand this is Steve at a hot. But mess. why did he keep shaving his head the whole oh, season? Because just to fucking piss us off. He knows the hair length we want him to be at. He knows. And he grew it out right after the show ended. Like, yeah, because he's a you. fucker. He <laughs> love. He knows. This man is a narcissist. He knows exactly to the inch the hair length in which his fans appreciate him at max level, and then he just does it to be anti, whatever. Okay. So, anyways, rolling into the, the third, third photograph the third of Naked Twitter Day was of Stephen's wife Cassandra, and I guess Aisha took it. No. I heard Stephen took it. 
Oh, okay. I got my you, information okay. from Lexi. Okay, well, I got my information you reported. from Lexi. Lexi said Steve took it, but Cassandra posted it. So this is like a bit of a game of, of telephone because I didn't telephone. go looking for this. Whatever. But basically, they were all chilling Anyhow. in Palm Springs together in this. Is, is it Palm Springs? I thought they were like in Europe somewhere. I don't care where they it are. It looks like the Palm Springs house. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I have not been paying attention. All I know is Lexi showed it to me and she said. But they're vacationing together. Yeah. And and Cass posted it. Okay. And I'm like, oh. So it's Cassandra naked sunbathing. She has a bottom on. That's but like a, a barely. Cage, but it's barely there. <laughs> Two strings and, she's and a piece a of book, baloney. So her neck is at a very strange angle. And then her boobs are covered up kind of with like sunshine little emojis or something. Yeah. It was just a lot. It was a lot. She's of reading a book in the sun, which everybody does at some point or another. Well, I have like a lot of questions. <laughs> like if Aisha is there, like you guys are so my best Maddie. friends. Maddie's but like, with them I don't too. think I would sunbathe naked in front of you. Sorry. I love you, but keep that in. Keep that. The day before, it was it the day or two before, they'd posted a picture with Steve, Cassandra, Aisha, and Mavi. Okay. And so at the same place. I don't think they're in Palm Springs. If it's just it was, Steve on and vacation. Cassandra sunbathing. And but, she's, but it's not. That's fine. That's normal to me. <laughs> but like if Aisha's there, then I'm like, I don't get that. I don't. Also, sunbathe I'm not, topless like, in front of my children. Like, that's fluid just, enough. Like, I don't. I don't. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm too old and. Not a thing. Square. <laughs> but anyhow, I, I don't mind the picture. Like, I I don't think it's a, a flattering picture for her, but whatever. It's not it was flow. just like a lot of naked, naked, naked. But none of these pictures are flattering. Let's just say that right now. None of these pictures They're are They're not flattering. good angles. Like, I wouldn't want to be photographed even if I was clothed in that angle. Right? It's just tragic. It's like, um, so my aunt is... A narcissist to the highest degree. Oh, yes. I've heard about your Maddie's aunt. aunt is crazy. <laughs> and so her thing is just that at any family gathering, she will take pictures of you in the most fla- unflattering angles oh, possible and immediately <laughs> post them to Facebook. Oh, yeah. Ugh. And so fortunately, she doesn't tag me. So I just don't give a crap of like anyone who I care about, like actually seeing those. Sure. It doesn't matter. But we laughed a little bit after what was the most recent holiday? Memorial Day, that we were seeing the pictures and literally my, all four of us, like the family that were in the picture, each and every one of us just looks terrible. It's like that laying down and you're looking down and so you have yeah, three chins not, and it's just not good. And so not, that's not, that's not for... I don't know, Sandra wants to post a half naked picture, you know, do it Maxim style. That's kind of the way I want it served to me. Yeah. Lighting. But maybe she was just like, this is me vacationing. I'm relaxing. I'm chilling. I got my book. I guess I have a hard time where they're like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't don't understand. Like an aerial shot. Well, it's like, I want privacy. (laughs) Don't invade my privacy. But here's a naked picture of me. It's like, you know, those are two conflicting. It's a little strange. Messages. I don't get that. Not that we're ones to judge, but listen to us judge for... You know what? They expect (laughs) privacy is their inconceivable. Do they? Do they really expect us to not snark? No, we're not. We're not above it, and they know it. All right, we're okay. So that's Naked Twitter Day. It was fun. It was a fun day of Callie I was, like, screaming on Twitter. Oh my god! (laughs) No, we didn't. We didn't mention Steve's reply to Grant's picture. Oh, that was extra special. 
uh, that was extra special. Steve replied to like, Grant's oh, bare ass and said he might not be straight man anymore. Which, Which was exactly honest. my response to the same picture. Like, he's always been a little bit on the Kinsey scale for me, so I'm like, that wasn't that shocking. But, but of all no, the things... No, it's not shocking, to... but it's like, I thought you had better taste than that. But then again... Exactly, the of all the things when you're friends with yeah. Colin Donnell, like, and this is what's going to tip right? you over... Thank you, Maddie. I mean, that's, that's exactly what Maddie. I was Way thinking. Way to bring the example. Thank you. That's what Thank we're talking you. about. Now, if that Colin Donald exactly wants to post it. his bare ass on Twitter, <laughs> have at it, my boy. And you don't need lighting. You can just no. give it to me au naturel. Yes. That's fine. <sighs> Delicious. Like Colin beard. It was like so close. Colin's like one of those guys <laughs> where it's like he knew any facial hair. Maybe not yeah. porn mustache, but... I don't know. Beard, I would be able scruff, to do it. clean. <laughs> Love them all. Love yeah. them all. I actually felt it. like the whole beard situation, they didn't Back let him do the beard situation because that would have overrided Steve's hotness in season one. Oof. It would have. It would have like been a big problem for Steve. I don't know. It's a lot of madness. So that would have competed with like Oliver's testosterone. True. Ugh. I'm okay with that, though. I can't even deal. Why does Laurel bite him when they kiss? Because she's weird. Am I okay. You? <laughs> I, don't <get> it. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me questions. I don't know. The it's like okay. There's like a nibbling of lower lip, which is what Oliver and Felicity do. Mm-hmm. And like I've seen the full out chomp. A full out chomp, like done in a sexually aggressive way, which is like okay if the if the love scene's going that direction, but. She does like this panty bite thing. It confuses me. And she does it in every kissing scene. I hadn't really noticed, but thank you for bringing it to it my attention. It bugs me. <laughs> so I felt like I can share it. And like thank you. I appreciate too. that so now, much. You go back and watch 105. Different actors have their different kissing quirks. This it's like, true. okay, like when they're this kissing in 105, it's like Steve doesn't want to kiss her. So there's like nothing. Because he doesn't. There's like no lip. Because he absolutely doesn't. And she's like biting at him. Like trying to get more lip. Get back here. It's just very awkward. Like this is. And like I get it. It's like oh I'm just like so sexually frustrated. And we're cranking up the heat. And we're so chemistry, chemistry hot. I'm like no. And like that I would pinpoint as like the top Laurel and Oliver kiss. And I'm still like no. Ladies I'm texting you a picture. But this is a good one to make up for the terrible ones I texted. Thank you cleansing my text appreciate it <laughs> oh my god they're all honky tommy good times. like i should make that an icon that's literally like the cutest the sweetest picture was that season one i think Some so kind of con they're such babies so we should explain because we're on a podcast <laughs> so it's a picture this is of... an auditory medium sorry guys uh it's steven and uh, Willa cuddling uh, Colin and Mark kind of has an armor on Steven. And then there's just, uh, you know, wonderful Paul Blackboard being like gorgeous. And they're just like all lovey-dovey and uh, season one picks. I know. And everybody was new and loved each other. <laughs> Half of the time the TV do. show is just not... waiting to see. They all love each other in the first season. And then it's like, what's going to happen? It's all going down. <laughs> downhill? Is that what downhill. she said? It's downhill. <laughs> it goes downhill rapidly for most shows. <sighs> okay. Uh, okay, we did naked Twitter. Wow. I, we that was quick. Thoroughly. 
We did Bob and Eliza. We made fun of Laura. Uh, we can always do that. We can always make fun of Laura. Stay tuned. How are we on time? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We get in trouble if we go over. Yeah. We learned this the hard so way. So our system gets mad at us if we hit two hours. Yeah. So if we get, if we get a little we're, too wild. We're right crazy. at about an hour right now. So we're, we're, we're okay. okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're doing good. We're, we're doing, doing good. good. We got this. We got Excellent. this. Excellent. Excellent. Um. Okay, so then the other thing that we were just going to go over is now that we're in June, so it's officially summer, like, I was out tonight, and it was, like, almost, like, 8.30 and still 87 degrees outside, so... Yeah, Maddie was with people... How dare she? And friends, like, I know, I was social. That's not allowed. And, like, Callie and I were just, like, betrayal. Like, what the hell? She was all, hey, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. Like what? Like, what are you no, doing? You like I'm hanging with this? friends in, in like my regular life, like Bullshit. like not my online. Like you can't talk to people that aren't on the internet. And I'm trying to expand my horizons. <laughs> Just kidding. We're she. messing with you, Maddie. But yes, it's June. It's summer, and there's no elicity, and there won't be any elicity going forward. Yep. And so you can only rewatch really so bitter. many times, and so. <laughs> But there are things that you can watch. It won't be to the same level of obsession and adoration as Elicity, but can still bring joy into one's life. So, ships slash shows to get into the summer. Main thing, OMG girl, Good Girls. Watch Good Girls. Please. Oh, yeah. I feel like we should oh, yeah. get a part of ownership in Good Girls since we promote the shit out of the show. It's probably... I know, like, right? I mean, the good thing is, here's why we're promoting it, because it got renewed for season three, so we're, like, not screwing you over by saying fall in love with the show and then they get it's like oh there's only two seasons no by the way just random tangent that i didn't realize that christina Hendricks, who is one of the leads in the show she's in toy story 4 so she's doing press right now for with keanu reeves and so i'm just like (gasps) christina wait a minute keanu Keanu reeves is in toy story 4 yes yes he plays like a soldier toy oh that's adorable i know Somebody it's like Keanu it's Reeves. like a Canadian toy that's like a um, motorcycle, like evil Knievel type. That's awesome. Right, that's right. Yes. So that'll be fun. But anywho. Yeah, it was girls. really good. The finale was a freaking mind blower. Mind blower. And here's the thing. It's like there's a ship to ship, but it's. It's, it's, it's not a happy ship. It's not a happy yeah, it's ship. Not, it's, it's not, not like, you're, oh, you're they're shopping gonna, like, at yeah. Bed Bath & Beyond ship. No. <laughs> it's no. a dark and twisty, but it's hot. So it's just, a twisty pretzel. Okay with it. Yeah. Like, it kind of feels like, <laughs> it's like what happens in the season two finale should be a deal breaker. But it's, but it's not. It's kind of not. like foreplay yeah. for those two, so I don't think it will be. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And, like, you're it's wildly okay with a murdering drug dealer. Here's the thing about Get Good together Girls. together with one of these mothers. Like, also, good the is good. is so much more than right. its ship. Right. It's so much more than I know. That. We just started with ships, but it's, like, it is it is one of the best female-led yes. television shows I have ever seen. They never take the focus off the female characters. The men are the never. supporting characters. 100%. Like, I saw somebody that was binging it that was all like, can we get more than two minutes of Rio? And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's <laughs> where we like that? our Rio. You slot them in. It doesn't, Rio doesn't That's... make any sense 
more than you, two you minutes. Leave him He's like more. the angel of Buffy. It's like no, too much angel. It's like yeah, those were the great. Those were great parts of the episode, but it's like Angel can't just like save Buffy all the time because it's Buffy's show, so that doesn't work. Um, but yeah, they're the three female characters. Number one, they're hysterical. Um, oh, they're fantastic. They're just, they're so great, and they're so interesting. And, and they're all wildly different. Different, yeah. But they wildly work as different. a threesome really well. Oh, yeah. You totally buy that they're really good friends. Ride or die. Totally get it. Yeah. And that, and it is breaking bad level drama. Every episode, I'm like, I don't know how they're going to fix this. The way it's <laughs> able to up its stakes every single episode of, like, know. just when you think they're out of it. And, and then they're then, like, yeah, it's like there's never any. It's just deeper and deeper into the abyss. Well, and one of the characters is very much the Walter White of the group. And it's really interesting to see this anti-hero being done through a female character. I really can't. That's not like hypersexual or like vixen or, you know, um, it's really. And like you can understand her moral rationalization for a lot of it. Right. But you also know that her moral rationalization is a bunch of bullshit and she's doing it for other reasons. Yes. Because she likes it. So she loves it's it. really good. It's really good. And I think that's what really is great about season two. She starts owning that. She's like, no, I just, yeah, she's really starting like to really this. realize. Yeah, I just, I like love doing, doing this. this. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then not- there's Ruby, who I think is pretty much everybody's favorite character. Ruby is right. great. Ruby is queen. She has the best one-liners. Oh, the yes. best. She has. Ruby the, is my favorite. If you really want a good ship to ship on that show, where it's like, where it's actually goals. like a healthy, like a healthy relationship, <laughs> it's, it's it's Ruby and Ruby and Stan. Stan. Oh man. We stand Ruby and Stan. We, we stand them hard. Stan they are ride or die. Stan. They are like, mm. they're the anchor couple. They are the Dig and Lila. They're Dig and Lila. Yep. Like, yeah. everything's going to be okay as long as Ruby and Stan are okay. That's basically Correct. where I'm at. I don't know about True the story. other two. <laughs> no. They're hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, they might actually kill each other. Right. I don't know. It could end that way. And it's kind I would of not be got surprised. an Americans vibe, too, where you're not actively rooting for the police. <laughs> Like, the police are kind yeah. of bad guys. <laughs> you kind of want the police to eat it. Right. And you're just like, no, you're just like I do America FBI. to win. Uh, that's what the Americans does to you. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, really, really good, you guys. Morality? It's a great binge. <laughs> yeah, it is a great binge. Because it's torture it's going week to week. Torture. Yeah. I kind of came in, like, after the first couple episodes of season two and... Once I had to go week. Yeah, to week, I didn't even like, like oh tell you God, to watch it. I was mean. watching it fairly. I just watched season one on my own, and I was really excited. I just for needed something to watch, and, and so I just I never like, oh, said okay. anything. But then I think season two took took it to a next it level. It stepped it up, yeah. Well, because they were on the bubble on season one, and it, it was kind of like I kind of like it sometimes when shows were on the bubble in season one and they get a renewal. It could be good or bad because they could be like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna do everything and." It can be a little bit too much, but this show was like, fuck it. We're just going to go crazy. And it was amazing. We're just going to be the best we can possibly be. Basically. Like, I think Timeless got a little bit too. That reminds me of a show in season two. It was like, 
it was like, whoa. They needed to do everything. It was like, whoa, it was a lot of everything. It was like, eh. the season got on later. I was like, okay, we're kind of like losing our uh, track here off the rails. So, um, yeah. Okay, good girls. Maddie has other suggestions. Me and Callie don't have <laughs> I, d- I do have suggestions. I, ha- I can scrape up some, but Maddie, you go first. Okay, then I will do... My next one is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's the most delightful show. Takes a couple episodes just to see if it's your cup of tea, but I'd say um, don't make a decision on it until you've at least watched the first three and just to get a feel for if it's right for you. But it's honestly, it's one of the smartest shows of just like such a nuanced take on mental health and the way it also gives you have a variety of female characters of getting to see from different walks of life and age ranges and body types and all of that and um, just the neuroses and there's loving pastiches of the rom-com elements but also kind of deconstructing some of the more problematic elements of that but just such a brilliantly talented cast like every single person just brings their a-game on it and so that it's four seasons and so from the beginning the creators had this four season arc of what the story that they wanted to tell and that the cw really took a chance on them and just let them do their thing and it's great weren't they like the lowest rated the lowest rated show ever on network television yeah and they were just like yeah it's fine we'll just keep renewing it i love the cw they really don't give a shit (laughs) they really don't like they were it, like it's only in like the hundreds of thousands of people who watched it, but maybe someday we'll explain why they don't give a shit. We've kind of explained it, but I don't think we've really like, gone in. I think we kind of went into it last week of basically kind of referring to it almost as like a syndication factory. Yeah, it's basically the CW. The way I look at it is like uh, advertising. Uh, it's like advertisements for um netflix and streaming sites and international markets it's it's like the shows that cbs and warner brothers want to make money off of but they won't do well on the cbs network and so they have this third tier network which is the cw and they like run them off on there like the first the first live viewing is not where they are expecting to make their money ever exactly yeah like not even a little bit. So because it doesn't if you look at the landscape of live ratings and shows getting canceled, it's like, well, how does the CW make any money? It's like because they don't make money off of like the front end advertising like the other networks and other networks have had to move away from that a lot. You know, it used to be, you know, 100 percent, 80 percent, whatever. But it's it's a lot of the networks. It's like 50 50 now because everybody's watching everything on streaming. So, yeah, you know, you aren't watching commercials anymore. So it's it's difficult for the networks to make their money that way. Um, but yeah Six Girlfriend so was definitely the underdog like even by CW standards because I still laugh one time at Nerd HQ during San Diego Comic Con I brought up one of the cast members names and Stephen Amell was like I don't know who that is <laughs> I was like oh that's <laughs> insulting but okay um really is like well I know they have what's the guy's name that I love Scott Michael Foster Scott Michael Foster so I actually have this show on my list but I'm not allowed to watch anything new until I finish Lost, which I am currently working on. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> you never told me what episode you've gotten up to. Okay, I've gotten up to 10. So it's like Jack, um, 
a four. Season four. So it's Jack and um, Kate, and they're happy. In the flash forwards. Yeah. And Hurley's in a mental institution. He's like, hey, we're dead, and you're not supposed to raise them. And Charlie's sending Jack messages, and Jack just pr- proposed to Kate, and I'm dying. And, like, the last four episodes have all been like, holy freaking shit. That's probably the best if you ship Jack and Kate, that's the best episode for you. I'm really loving it. It's I just want them to stay here. I know it's gonna get way worse. <laughs> I'm like, this is like my high point. I I said on Twitter, that's I have to stop be watching the the salad days. I watch this that. show while I run, and <laughs> I should stop because I scream and I gasp as I watch it, and like people at my athletic club like look at me like I've lost my damn mind or that I'm dying. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I'm just watching Lost. Watch <laughs> Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, the last five episodes have been really good. Solid run-up You know, season season four really gets interesting. It really drills down. I need something to happen with these boat people, though. I think it's starting to, because, like, ten. Jack. Okay, so Jack, just his appendix is. Oh, the boat people. Yeah, yeah, so the Mm -hmm. appendix thing is happening (laughs) right now. Okay. I'm very excited. <laughs> like, does Jack have to be such a fucking cowboy? I'm going to stay awake during my own appendectomy. Yes. Fuck you. That's Are you kidding totally me? Him. What a dick. Totally. And then, like, he's moaning and screaming, and it's like, yeah, asshole, because she's in your abdominal cavity. What did you think? The, you're Superman? She's like, I'm going to push yeah. you out. Yeah, like, the you boat, should have done before. The boat people, like, climax happens over the three-part finale. So Oh, it's a three-parter? to that. It's only 14 episodes in season four, so. Oh, what the frick? Are you there. serious? I didn't know that. Oh, that sucks. Am I getting into no, short they... seasons now? Are they shortening? Yes. Oh, screw yes. you, Lost. <laughs> I don't like short seasons. I get really bitter. I want more. No, but it's it's, it's really better. like, yes, okay. it's condensed. There's 17 That's true. In Why am I mad? Five. I always say they sh- like I want short episodes. <laughs> I'm a little bit and then, all over the place. And then <laughs> season six is 18 episodes. But then that means so. it's over, so. It really starts speeding up okay. after it's, the end of four. Okay. Season it's, six oh. goes by very quickly. I do remember that. Oh, man. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, so Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is on my list because I actually do. I like Michael Scott Foster a lot. And he sings. So. Sings. Like, and... do they keep him on the show? Because he always leaves. Can you just tell me that? No. Spoiler. So he's, once he's on the show, he's through to the end of it. Okay. I'll sign up. In a major way. I will send you gifts to encourage you. Entice me. Yeah. He's a delicious snack of a man. And also they're like shorter seasons. It's not like a full 22 situation. So it does make it easier okay, to get that's through. that's good. Yeah. I just wish all tele- – see, I'm going to reverse my position. I wish – go back to what I've always said before. Yeah. I don't know why I was all over the place earlier. <laughs> I just get disappointed when things are going to be over. I wish all shows would go to 16 episodes. Yeah. That would be so much better. Anyways, okay, next show. It just show. makes it more concise. Callie, next what's show. yours pick? Your pick? Well, there's, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the recently finished HBO show Chernobyl was really good. Nick and I are going to start that. He's very excited. It's only five episodes. Yeah, sweet. But it's, um, they're like hour long. It's like more like a miniseries. And 
but it's really good and it's really emotional. Like the third episode, you're like, okay, that was really like intense. I'm so glad that now we're on the downslide of this and the next episode will surely be much easier. And like the next episode like kicks your feet out from under you and you're like going, oh my God, how did that get more emotional after the emotional climax? Like, I don't understand, but it's really good, really good acting, really good writing. Like the the costumes and the setting and everything is just like top notch. If you like quality TV, and not like CWT, <laughs> you might enjoy this because it's it's that kind of show. It's really good. Big Little Lies back tomorrow. Anybody watch Big Little Lies? I yes. do, but I have a thing. I know you have a thing, but <laughs> I can't wait because I love me. Some yeah, did you watch the trailer day? since the last time we talked yeah, about did you, this? We, we told you to watch the trailer, and did you? No, I forgot. She watched Speed. And okay, you didn't on. watch the trailer? I did oh, my homework. Okay. Go watch the trailer. <laughs> <God>. Anyhow, <laughs> the whole cast is back and it's like dealing with the fallout and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I know it's going to be amazing. I can't well, wait. Well, like these actors, they're not the kind to do like the cash in the check. Of, no. To just kind yeah. of soullessly milk money out of something. Right. So if they came back, you know it's going to be exactly. Good. And it, I'm just kind of excited to see like the same scenery because it had beautiful scenery in that show. And I don't know, I'm psyched for it. It's going to be good. I'm positive. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be watching is Big Little Eyes. Um, watching right now, I'm ha- watching Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. And I've watched the first two episodes of that. Uh, season three. Um, I need watching... my chance to be a bit more Handmaid's fun. Tales back. Yes, Handmaid's Tales back. That's why um, I keep freaking on my Hulu. I was like, why does it keep pushing? Black Mirror is up on Netflix, the new season, and we've watched the first two episodes of that, and that's amazing. I'm having a really hard time. I don't know. Handmaid's Tale is really traumatizing. It's extremely traumatizing. I just don't know if I'm revved up for it. I love traumatizing. I know you love this shit. And I'm like, oh, I just need, like, I need a balance, you know? I, I don't know. It's like, that's a show that you got to watch a Disney movie after every episode. Well, well you know what? Disney's fairly like traumatizing sometimes, too. So. Exactly. <laughs> How many times did the mom die? I know. A lot. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I do like traumatizing television. I can't help it. Like, if I'm going to watch TV... You are as God I'm, I'm more of a movie girl myself. If I'm going to watch TV, I want to see something... I oh, don't also... really go for fluff very much. Movie. I just like something... Always Be My Maybe. It's delightful. Oh, yes. Definitely. Guys, if you have not watched Always Be My Maybe on Netflix, Ali Wong, Randall Park, they are absolutely phenomenal. Is that the one with Keanu in it? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's on my list, too. It's really good. It's funny. Stephen farted and stay through the credits. while he was watching it. Oh, that tweet! <laughs> <laughs> Again, an overshare like, that I, I didn't, didn't need. need to know that. But <laughs> so much of his Twitter, I'm so glad I unfollowed. Just constant oversharing. And it just—it oh, still yeah, leaks in because of the Actually, stupid no, that algorithm. Was Aisha that oh, was that Aisha? Yeah. Okay. Because then yeah, it's like yeah. someone you followed like the thing. Even well, it's you like don't somebody. Oh, yes, I see that too. It's like I'm following Steve ah. on Twitter. Did almost nothing because it's like someone. You have to mute him. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> I constantly see the retweets. 
because yep. I don't unfollow the people from the fandom because I like them. It's annoying. I'm like, I don't want to say this. He posts scary things. I don't want to say Okay, this. it looks pretty good. <laughs> Told you. Like, All right. I just want to see these gals. Like, I have to deal with this together. It's going to be fantastic. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.